Good morning, good morning, good morning. So last night we finished our fifth session with Casey Pierce on Stoicism and we spoke about impermanence. Of course, our own death, mortality. Now don't run away. It's a topic we all need to talk about. But you can go listen to it in your own time. She does give a trigger warning. Some people it's not the right time, some people it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, the gist of it is uh, a few things really, you know, Seneca says, it is not that we have a short time to live, but we waste a lot of it, 100% true. Um, and acknowledging that the people we love won't live forever increases our level of gratitude for them. That's true as well. And if we don't accept that the, the, it does come to an end, there is no urgency to live, basically. So that's your reminder today to make the most of today. I mean, how many times left we got to see our parents? 10, 15, 25, 27. It's not many it's not many, so you need to make the most of these times when you do see these people. When you do see your friends, you're on your phone, like, just on your phone, they're going, yeah, 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 not listening. Slap, that's what you need. But how many times are we not present with the people we, we take for granted, really? That's just one lesson from that. And I'm not going to talk more about impermanence in this voice note, but give it a listen. It's important. What I do want to talk about today is Sarah Jelly. Jelly? Jelly? Sarah, tell me... Is is it just chat? I'm, I'm no, I'm I'm just being too Welshy with saying every letter, every word. But let's say Sarah Jelly. She did a, the first turtle talks on our Instagram, okay, and it was unbelievable. It's like nine minutes, so it's probably it's shorter than my voice notes these days, and it's definitely better to listen to than my voice notes. So I'd like to urge you all to maybe just put this voice voice note down and go to the turtle Instagram and give it a listen because it's a phenomenal story. But I'll give you some. Uh, some snippets from it, if you want to go and listen to after this. But, you know, essentially Sarah, family have suffered with breast cancer genetically. She kind of knew it was coming because her mother had it and then her grandmother had it. And her mother had it Then you know, then she beat it. But during this time, obviously, I was in school and she felt full of anxiety because she knew what was coming. And then when her mother did beat it, she felt better. But then, unfortunately, mother passed away. And, you know, she went into university, had an eating disorder, anorexia, and, you know, like she says, it's a miracle she passed university, you know, going through such tough times in university where you are thrown into drinking and partying and trying to learn when your body's not physically strong and fit to, like, kind of withstand all that. So it's remarkable. And Sarah, you, you, you're a ledge. I can't, you know, I can't believe, like, the resilience to get through it because it takes a lot to get through all of that. And then Sarah eventually, you know, one point she made, and I think everybody should take us on board, is she says, if you've got an eating disorder, it, the help has to come from you. It has to come from within. Nobody can, t I can tell you, she can tell you, anyone could tell you all the studies in the world, all the benefits of eating more, all the benefits of, you know, uh, you know, fixing, quote unquote, fixing the eating disorder, but help has to come from you. It's the same as therapy. If you turn up to therapy, and you expect them to give you the answers. It's not how it works. They will lead you down a path and they will make you come up with your own answers. It's all self-therapy. Everything is self-therapy. Everything is self-help. You have to decide you want to help yourself first. And then you have to go and find these answers yourself. And people can help you, of course. You can have amazing guides and teachers and stuff like that and friendship groups that make you think about stuff. But you have to be willing to 
to look for these answers and you have to be willing to accept it is it is down to you it's always been down to you it will always be down to you it will always be down to you um and there's the responsibility that comes with that okay we have a responsibility the body our body is the only place we do have to live we can live in other places other houses wherever but our body is the only place you have to live you know and there's an amazing quote from um oh, what's her name now what edith eager and she says she survived auschwitz man she says the worst prison she's ever been in is the prison of her own mind even worse than auschwitz think about that for one second the prison of your own mind and she admits this is worse than the prison of auschwitz which is the worst prison you ever think about physically so we can put ourselves in the worst prison ever in our own minds and who can help you get out of that prison only you you like there's an amazing uh visual in laurie gottlieb's um oh, what's the book how to talk to uh, why you should talk to someone or something like that and she says there's we're in jail right the jail the bars are in front of us is what she says the bars are in front of you but what you fail to share with other people is to your left there's open space and to your right there's open space you can walk around the bar you can get out of that jail you're just standing in front of these bars at your own doing, at your own will. There is way out, there are ways out, um, but you have to take the steps. So Sarah, thanks for bringing that up. You hit Tom on that big time. And I think it's important that you, if anyone is here, and she, I think Sarah says as well, eating disorders coming up to, in, the, in the winter time are the worst times for them as well. So if any of you are struggling with eating disorders, we are not, we're not, we're not there, we're not qualified to help like one to one with eating disorders but we're here to, to help we're here for you to talk to we're here for a supportive community for people for you to share your experiences with other members and as many members we've got who have overcome eating disorders and we're not going to say we've done that because we've just been one part of the journey they've decided to go on it's their help it's their own doing they've decided they want to change it and they've gone to places and they've put the work in and done the change and we've been a small part of that and I think, you know, talking to these people is, is beneficial. So if any of you do feel that, go on the Turtle Instagram. I'm sure you can just DM anyone who's commented on it about it. But then Sarah's story goes on. Sarah's story goes on. And unfortunately, she goes through more adversity. And she has she, she has breast cancer. Right? She gets breast cancer. Um, catches it early, I believe, she says. I think, sorry, so from butchering Sarah. And then after that, manages to fight it off. Um, and well, still going through surgery right now, actually. So I'm not 100% up to date on where her recovery's at. But what I can say is, Sarah is smiling. She's glowing. She's smiling. This is what she looked like in university with anorexic. All, and then even after when she put the weight gain on, she, the difference is phenomenal. The internal glow Sarah's now got from this new mindset. She's been through it. She's done the Hercules journey. She's gone through all of these tests and trials. You know, losing your parent from a young age. No win is coming. No win. No win you're going to get cancer. I can't fathom how... I just can't fathom how difficult that is to know that it's coming to you due to genetics. It's scary. You just know it's going to hit you. You don't know when. That's going to keep you up at night, isn't it? But what are we going to do in those scenarios? The thing is, talk about impermanence. We all know we're going to die. So we all got this end result. But to be taught, to be to realise young that can't... Oh, Sarah, I don't know how you did it, but what helped 
getting fit and healthy, like she says, we all know getting fit and healthy will help us reduce, you know, the chance of getting diseases and stuff like that. If we can be as healthy as possible physically, it's going to help. But more importantly, being healthy as possible mentally, because we can create an environment inside of our bodies, the most stressful environment you can think about, simply by thinking things into existence. So when people play chess, right, they're not even moving, but what they're doing, they're looking at the chess piece and they're looking at the board. They are exerting a lot. They're like the, I think the quote is crazy, something like the G-force or whatever, uh, the kind of mental stress inside them, their bodies is equivalent to like a Formula One car, I believe Robert Sapolsky says. Um, and we can think things into existence. So merely thinking about something stressful or something like catching, being told by a doctor. For example, you start thinking, now oh, nothing's ever happened to you. But you start thinking, oh my God, doctor's going to tell me next week I've got cancer. You start sweating, your palms start sweating. Your body reacts as if it's actually happened. Your stress response is turned on. Hail Mary, oh, it's go time. What happens when your stress response turns on is you are basically getting prepared, you're preparing yourself for battle to run, to fight. So all this adrenaline is going through the body, um, glucose going through the thighs and stuff like that. And what we do usually is we just sit down and we get agitated. And we're like, oh, why can't I think I'm stressed and all this? And you, you keep the stress response on, but keep thinking about it. The power of your thoughts to keep the stress response on and make it chronic as opposed to acute is crazy. And there's so many bad things that happen in this scenario. They look at what happens with ulcers in the stomach when you've got stress, chronic stress response. The more you stress out about stuff, the, the lower, the weaker your immune system, right? You get stomach ulcers and stuff like that, keep keeping autoimmune conditions. Robert Sapolsky is saying a link to stress. Don't exactly know how the me mechanisms are, but it's definitely a link because they flare up when people get stressed all the time. So you can think these things, even if they don't happen, okay? Think how crazy that is. So we have to... Like we train our bodies, we have to train our minds. So we can't put ourselves in hell stress when it's not actually happened. If things do happen, we deal with them as they happen. But if we don't take this proactive step and train, go to the gym to train our bodies, still train your mind as well in the gym, push past it, but also train our minds. And that's what Sarah mentions as well. She had to overcome going back to the gym and being really weak and being like, oh, I used to be really strong. But it's a process, it's a journey to return to things. You know, if, we try, if we're trying to fight against something that's impossible, like if you want to say, I want to be back to who I was last summer and, I, and you, you know, you're injured, then you're fighting the impossible. Of course you're going to be annoyed and pissed off and you're an angry stress response on. There's no good, you're not doing anyone good with that. What you can say is, you know what, I'm taking my first step back on this journey. I'm being that farmer that's putting the seeds in the ground today. Knowing tomorrow it's not going to be... You know, the wheat isn't going to be there tomorrow because that's be stupid if we think about that. Okay, farmer. Farmer comes up to you. He's like, yeah, I put the seeds in yesterday. Why the hell is my wheat with me today? And you go, that's not how it works, mate. You know how it works. You need to, you know, it's got to grow. Give it time. Now, nah, I want to know. I don't know what to say. You're just crazy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So we need to look at these things and uh, try mindfulness techniques. Stoicism, read up about it, read these books, go and buy them. Christmas is coming. You know, what are you going to do with your time? You know, downtime, hopefully. Read a bit of Stoicism, get back control here. So, yeah, you know, reading, mindfulness, and chatting to a community to support you is important. Um, and it, yeah, Sarah is still going through 
you know, fighting the cancer and stuff like that, still got a smile on her face, still, you know, is glowing inside out, even though she's gone through all of that and still going through adversity. That's how you deal with it. That's how you go through these things, with a smile on your face, or at least with the attitude that you can conquer it and make the most of each day. I think that's it. I mean, it's easy to say, isn't it? Yeah, you can do it when you go through adversity. But when you see people actually do it, right? When you see, you know, I'm not talking about Marcus Aurelius here. I'm talking about Sarah. Sarah, a secondary school music teacher. Sarah, like you, me, everyone, we're all, all of us here, we are just normal people. When we see other normal people being able to do it, like, can, does that show? It shows us the way. We can do it. So there is ways out. Whatever position you're in, there's ways out. And there's ways to improve yourself. But it all comes down to you deciding right now you want to improve yourself or you want to improve something. You want to fix this and do that. No one is coming to save you. It's just not, it's just not how it works. It's just not how it works. I think uh, I'll finish off with this quote we put on Turtle before. Um, that might resonate with you guys. So, you know, doctors won't make you healthy. Teachers won't make you smart. Gurus won't make you calm. Mentors won't make you rich. Trainers won't make you fit. Ultimately, you have to take responsibility. Save yourself. And if that's the way to end the voice, <laughs> I don't know what is. But please go and watch that video on the turtle IGTV of Sarah, show it some love, give it some likes, show what you think, anyone you know struggling, DM each other guys, the community's there, I know all of our members are amazing at the DMs and WhatsApp groups and chatting to people, reach out to someone if you're struggling, if anything resonates and you're struggling, reach out to any of us and we're there to help, just one message, one reply, point you in the right direction, all it can take to, t to change everything for you, I'm not saying you have to join the turtle membership, I'm not saying that, you know, that's the best offer we got, of course. I'm not saying you have to join the Turtle membership. I'm saying you have to spend extra money. I'm just saying, reach out to people, the people that do care, the people that have been through it. They are willing to help you as long as you ask for it. And that's my message for today. Off you go. Make the most of today. Don't mess about. Make the most of it. Get off your phone and scroll on Instagram, apart from watching Sarah's video, of course. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. One night. Adios, guys. No start. Ta-da.